0: Tom Brady's uh good friend Jay Flannelly uh coming in Jay what's going on
1: my man how you doing buddy good how are you all is well can't complain anything going on
0: oh lots going on um I don't know where to start with you. I guess let's start. Let's start as as past as
1: that. I've never heard that before. <laughs> by the way, I've never heard that from anybody. Well,
0: <laughs> well, there's always a times uh, for first, and and well, there you have it. Um, let's start with like I guess all the way to the past, um, and we'll work our way to the present. Uh, first things first. I know you are a big Michigan fan. Um, you know, I guess. What are your thoughts about tonight's game between Georgia and Alabama? And how heartbroken were you when uh, Michigan lost?
1: Uh, Michigan had a great year. Uh, their goals every year are three three major things. Beat Michigan State, beat Ohio State, beat and win the big time. They did two of the three. They had some weird things happen up at Michigan State. What else is new? The green people tend to do funny things when you go up there to play. Um they really hammered Ohio State. That game really wasn't competitive. If you watched it, a lot of what they did is they have a bunch of five-star wide receivers and a really good quarterback, and they made a, a bunch of ridiculous plays. Go look at the poor guys on Utah in the uh, and they got the JV guys outside of 11 there, Ujibia. But uh, we had a great year. Georgia's got ridiculous amount of players. They got like 20. Uh, five-star guys playing. We got Aiden and a couple other guys, but had a good year, maybe a little bit too big of a stage. Um, I thought we got out coached. We got out everything. It wasn't good, and uh, you got to give George a lot of credit. As far as tonight goes, real simple. I think uh, the teams are fairly close except for three areas, Uh, head coach, quarterback, and offensive coordinator. Alabama has all three. Uh, anybody who listens to me and follows me knows I call Kirby not so smart. That's the Georgia coach. I think Uh, Saban – uh, Bryce and Billy O'Brien, my man. There's, there's three and zero right there. I think they'll win. I think they'll win the game fairly comfortably. Um, I think the whole key to being Georgia is making Stetson Bennett be required, not a sidecar. And if they do that, they'll win the game. It's very much like playing the Tennessee Titans in the NFL. You got to make Tannehill beat you. Now that Derrick Henry's back. If you can make if Tannehill beat you, you can live with that. But. More than likely he won't, so that's the gill. And also the Colts, obviously, with Wentz, um, that type of thing. But, yeah, that's, that's my feelings on football season. And, and, you know what? and Michigan really was picked fourth place by most people in their conference. Very mighty. Michigan State was picked last, and they were in the top ten uh, in most of the things by the end of the year, and they had a really good year. So it's all perspective, buddy, and what you got to deal with and what kind of year you have. Very much like the Patriots all right, this well- year, I think
0: let's hit uh, let's hit uh, one more thing on Michigan there's lots of talk about Jim Harbaugh uh, leaving Michigan now and heading to uh, the NFL he's being considered for multiple head coaching positions uh, in the NFL Um, let me ask you this before I ask you you know does he leave now he is being considered for all these coaching jobs say if Mm -hmm. Michigan lost to Ohio State and weren't as successful as they were making it to the Final Four, into the into the playoffs. Do you think there would be new talk about how about now being fired by Michigan?
1: You got to tell me what their record was uh, and what the Ohio the Ohio State game was. No, but if he had a bad year, he more than likely have been gone. Okay, if they, and that's by the way what I thought was going to happen. I I did not think this team was going to be very good. I, I thought upside maybe seven wins. Uh, a lot of new guys, a lot of new coaches. They really had a great year, and a lot of it's because of Aiden and the upperclassmen, you know, Josh Ross, Vistardis, who was viewed as like a, a, a hinder, because they were talking about Zach Zinter uh, having to play center, because Dardis is supposed to be bad, the walk-on fifth-year guy, team captain, 68 the center. And Zinter was hurt at the beginning of the year coming off the wrist and hand injury. Not the Andover Kid, by the way. Uh, you know, brother- I'm surprised
0: I'm surprised you even say the last name because Preston is at central, who's a I junior know. being considered by all these uh all the- every team basically. Um
1: Harrison, what do you think I do all day?
0: Look at stats. Yeah, that's go on. Funny. Go on Twitter. Study like a, film. Like a
1: top five. Top five tight end recruit from from North End or replaces Central Catholic is, and he's a star linebacker, at tight end. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I, I could probably tell you where he visited last weekend if, you, if I pressed hard enough, but yeah, so he's really good. And so the starters came in. Kid McNamara really stepped up. The running game got going. Uh, Coach McDonald, the new defensive coordinator, really got the defensive playing well. And Aiden Najabo had historic numbers from the pass rush, and you know really started to take off and got really good going, good feel, good going. Very, Like I said, very similar to the Patriots, or kind of had a lot of new guys and a lot of guys gelled and just things worked out. And it's that's kind of how football is. When you have um, guys, you know, you can't – it's not necessarily the best collection of – of players. It's the best team that works and adding people in and, and having them fit roles and do specific things. Uh, a guy can be really productive if he's, you know, a third down back, a pass rusher, a guy who covers kicks. Like look, a great example on the Patriots, Brandon Bolden. If you, if you told somebody at the beginning of the year he'd be one of your offensive MVPs, and he's basically playing and doing everything he's doing because James White got hurt. So right. you never know what's going to happen. It's football, it's very strange. You know, a Buccaneers example, Sarah Grayson who was on the practice squad, and he, you know, he's hurt now, but he's been really good for the Bucks. So those type, you never know what's going to happen with the season and how things are going to work out. I mean, Joe Burrow wasn't even on the Senior Bowl watch list the year they won the uh, national championship. He had the greatest season in the history of, of college football at LSU, They're traditionally a quarterback graveyard, and he had the greatest season ever. Ohio State didn't think you could play let him go uh, for, for the great Dwayne Haskins. Who I think is I don't know is that, I don't know where Dwayne, where's Dwayne Haskins now is he holding a clipboard on the Steelers I think um, so it is what it is it's, it's you never know what's going to happen that's why we, we watch these games it's it's uh, real life uh, uh, reality TV
0: um, okay so let me wrap this up with Michigan um, where do you think Jim Habau is next year in the NFL at a team or is he back in Michigan
1: I can tell you exactly where he's going to be he's going to be coaching a football team.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Now let's go out on a limb now, Jay. And by the
1: way, by the way, by the way, anybody who thinks they know what's happening here does it, I don't think Jim knows what's happening. So the, I I I got on your ass earlier, and everybody else I deal with, nobody knows what's going on. It's 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 very nice in the world to have options. Like for Example: When Tommy left the Patriots on March seventeenth, two thousand and twenty. If I told you five minutes after he announced he was leaving, he'd be the quarterback of the 10 Bay Buccaneers, you would have said what? Probably now. Yeah. So you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. All right,
0: but but uh, but make a prediction. I want you to make a prediction. If he's going to be in Michigan, or if he's or what team he's going to be at.
1: I, I. It's not something I spend a whole lot of time on. I'm I'm in the playoff mode for Tommy and the and the Buccaneers, and we got Michigan hockey, Michigan baseball. I got my business. I got other things so I, It's not something I. I'll worry about. I'll worry about Michigan football around August when when we report for camp with the transfer portals and variances and everything I mean nobody knew who Jeff Halfley was two years ago and he's now at BC doing great things and he brought Phil Jerkovic with him so you never know what's gonna happen I know this Michigan will have a good team they have a lot of good players come back and coach Harbaugh will be he'll be coaching somewhere uh I don't know if it's gonna be here I I I'm sure he'll be at a good place wherever he is all
0: right I'll leave it at that um you mentioned the Buccaneers. You mentioned you're on uh, playoff mode now. Um, talk to me about this whole Antonio Brown situation. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. You're, gonna
1: ask me, you're asking me questions I don't want to talk about, but I'll, I will talk about Antonio Brown here. Just uh, it, isn't that end. what I, a
0: good I, reporter does?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's great. That's yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's been on four teams. Yep. They all they all ended badly. Tom Brady's been in the NFL for 22 years. Up until last weekend when this Antonio Clown started talking (laughs) about him, have you ever heard any teammate of Tom Brady ever say a bad word about him? No. It's all based on money and a guy who thinks he's better than Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Rob Gronkowski. He's not better than any of them. It's not even close. There's a reason why he's making no money because he's a nutcase and every team he goes to he ruins and he's a problem in the locker room. He wouldn't have been in the NFL last year and Tommy went to bat for him and brought him in. And he, and why
0: is he, that? He, why? Why has Tom Brady gone a bat twice for this guy? Once in New England, and now no, he they, messed um, up in it, New it, England, and yeah. now again no, at Buccaneers. Didn't, he
1: didn't why? Up, he didn't mess up in New England. That's that's a mystery. That's kind of not what he was behaving in New England. Yep. He had the Sports Illustrator article came out. And the organization didn't want to deal with the PR from it, and they got rid of him. Right. The other two teams he was on before the Bucks, he was terrible. I mean, he talked as well to Pittsburgh, and then he quit on the Raiders. As far as why does Tommy say, well, why did Tommy help me three times? He put me through rehab three times. I mean, I'm not catching any balls. He's a good guy. Maybe he say th- he likes to help people. You know, Tom's a good guy. You know, absolutely. I mean, and now, and now, he, unfortunately for Tommy, the the Beaver relationship has aged better than the Antonio Brown relationship. <laughs> so, you know, Antonio got one Super Bowl, I got seven. So, but you know, he's a good guy. He's done a lot for. He does a lot for different teammates. Um you know, and it's not just the star players, as certain people want to insinuate. I mean, look at some of the great relationships he had on the Patriots, guys like Brandon Bolden. I mentioned James White, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's I mean, he's, look how much money he's made for Brian Hoyer, you know, basically holding a clipboard and, and being, you know, his, his Batman and Robin thing. Not even the Julian Edelmans and the Wes Walkers and the Randy Mosses and, you know, Deion Branches and Troy Browns, all the big-name guys he got. Tom's a legitimately good guy. The training staff, the video guys, Jim Whalen, the trainer, Jimmy D, the video guy. These are all guys that like Tommy's inner circle dudes. You know, I'm a retired dishwasher. I'm in his inner circle. I'm not catching any balls or making any tackles or getting any sacks Sunday. But, hey, Antonio Brown said it, so it must be true. You know, oh, Jesus, there you go. (laughs) Take take Tom Brady's credentials and his credentials, and you figure out who's telling the truth and who's kind of – and I don't even know – by the way, the funniest thing about that podcast he was on, I don't even know who those guys were he was on with. Well, All I right, think he just
0: got it. You know, he he goes to anybody and, you know, wants...
1: Yeah, well, guess what? I mean, Tommy really missed him Sunday, didn't he?
0: Oh, so, very much uh, so.
1: Oh, really had a tough time throwing the ball to Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski. Man, that was hard.
0: Now, so, what are your thoughts? Let me ask you this. What are your whole thoughts about uh, Brady um, refusing to come out of the game because he wanted to get his boy Rob Gronkowski his extra uh, 500K? Hey...
1: Well, a couple of things. I'm sure the Bucks can afford it. Uh, if I remember correctly, last year Tommy and Rob were number one and two in jersey sales, so I'm sure the Buc- i am sure the Buccaneers won't be having a big sale anytime soon. And they're also recouping the money they're getting from Antonio Brown for him voiding his contract. So there's, I think, three million dollars which they'll get back. But it, it's that's the example of Tom being a good teammate and uh, and taking care of his guys. By the way, he did the exact same thing for Antonio Brown last year. Look it up. He fed him a bunch of passes to get him incentives last year. I'm sure Antonio mentioned that in his next press conference. I'm sure I'll bring that up. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sure he won't. But, yeah, it's uh, but yeah, it's just facts and things. And, I mean, there's other things that you are, you're all aware about. He gave a car to Malcolm Butler for winning the Super Bowl against Seattle. There's another I – mean, there's in 2014, there's another MVP he gave a car to that you people don't know about from another game uh, that, that – Atlanta Falcons fans don't really want to talk about either but he gave a car away for that game too that you know sure but yeah Tom's a jerk he's just a bad guy (laughs) Uh, I mean if you watch how the Buccaneers players react to Tom and how they behave and talk around him and it just completely changed your organization. I have my family down there. My dad's down there. I have a lot of Andover friends who live down there and are around the organization. The team doctor is one of my really good friends, uh, guy that Tommy and I befriended in Michigan. Who's got special needs. He works for the team. Uh, there's, you know, John Spitek's down there, one of Tommy's teammates at Michigan. He's one of the big executives. He's going to be getting a lot of noise here for all these executive jobs that are opening up around the league. There's a lot of people down there. Harold Goodwin's down there, one of the old line coaches who Tommy played with. Um, there's a lot of people down there. And and and, BAA and the environment there has really added um, a lot of years and, and uh, what's the word? Energy. His game and also the weather. It's a big adjustment. I mean, uh, it's it's you know you're you're going through it now. We're going through it here. It's like 15 degrees here right now, in Michigan. It's going to be bad. It's
0: going to be bad this week. Getting down to like four degrees, negative 15 degree wind chill.
1: Yeah, I saw the uh, they canceled the uh, they're canceling schools in Boston. So yeah, every. That's the
0: that's the wimpification of America, though.
1: Hey, hey, you know the 1987 North Andover game. Go look up that game. Minus 40 wind chill. First time we played them, we lost them with Johnny Perry and Mike Marinaro and those guys. When I was a freshman, so yeah, and I was in the stands with all my teammates watching us. So yeah, it's, it's it's it is what it is. It's um, you know, last time I checked, cold usually doesn't kill anybody. If you're cold, put on some scarfs and gloves and hats and mittens and all that good stuff. Tommy wears scuba gear uh, under his uniform when he's playing out in the weather like that. So, and Mac Jones, by the way, copied it because Hoyer told him about it. So enjoy it.
0: Hey, I mean, when you get good information, why, you know, why would you ever um, not do something that could be beneficial to you?
1: Well, I mean, when you have an opportunity to, to meet and talk with Navy SEALs and they fight in all kinds of weather and environment, and this goes back to Michigan, you get exposed to these types of people. Whenever you're, you know, when you want to be great at something, go to other people who are great. You want to be good at basketball, you go to Michael Jordan. You know, you want to be great at hockey, you go to Wayne Gretzky. You know, golf, Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas. I mean, you don't go to you know Lenny Lenny nuts. I mean, <laughs> whoever, you don't know who that is. You go to you go to the 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 guy who's got it. You know, you don't you know if if Tom Brady tells you how to play quarterback and then Baker Mayfield tells you how to play quarterback, who are you gonna listen to it's it's really not that hard, so it's it's kind of a good thing, and uh, that's kind of a good, a good recipe for success.
0: Let me touch with you on uh, on Tiger Woods real quick. What do you think about him uh, coming back and playing in that father son tournament with uh, with Charlie?
1: You're three for three because you know I hate golf, right?
0: Oh, that's right. You, mo- most of my uh, family
1: in it. but no, uh, I do hate golf. I'm sorry. Tiger, Tiger's good <laughs> for business. He's good for business. And the thing that's interesting to me, because I'm not a big Tiger guy, I actually kind of think he's been a jerk most of his career, but he's kind of uh, being a dad. A lot how Tommy, you see how much Tommy likes being a dad. Tiger seems to really like being a dad, and I think all the injuries and off-the-field drama stuff has kind of made him a better guy, but I have a hard time believing just looking at how beat up he is physically, him coming back. And, and the other part of it's very funny it's odd, and I don't know if funny is the right word, but he brought health and fitness to golf, and now he's beat up, and all these young guys are in great shape. There's no Craig Stadlers, you know, or John Daly types anymore. There's, you know, look like they train with me uh, playing playing golf. They're all in shape. And, you know, DeChambeau and all these big muscle guys. By the Gus way, I,
0: but I, don't yeah. like, I don't like DeChambeau. Okay, I don't like yeah. him. I think. Well, I'm
1: just using him as an example. I'm just. That's fine. That's fine. I don't, fine. Care. I don't fine. care about golf.
0: <laughs> All right, but your boy yeah. Tommy does. He loves golf. Well,
1: well, because he grew up about two feet from a golf course, <laughs> and when he when he left Michigan, I think he had six of the uh, top 15 scores by a by a U of M athlete at the golf course. He's incredible. He's a really good golfer. And yeah. he barely plays anymore. He doesn't have time.
0: No, so I mean, I, he, I. You know
1: what his best sport is, right? Uh, Do you know what Tom Brady's best sport is? I I don't know. Baseball. Hmm. If he stayed at baseball, he would have been ridiculous. He was really, really good left-handed hitting uh, But let me ask
0: you this. Do you think he would be a better baseball player than he would have been football player where he is now?
1: It's a completely different sport, but... Here's the deal with Tommy, and I get asked about this all the time because, you know, I've been with him since 95, and did I ever expect him to do this? No, but I expected him to be great at whatever he was going to do, whether I thought – in reality, I thought he'd be like a U.S. senator or the president someday type of thing, big CEO, just commanded the room, tremendous leader everywhere he went, just intangibles up the wazoo. Like he walks in the room, and he owns the room, and he's always been like that. And It's, it's kind of hard to explain. Uh, the best way I can, he really makes people think that he cares and he goes out of his way to make you feel like you're an important part of what you're doing. Whether you play one play in the game or you play 75 or you you are the laundry guy or the left guard, he makes you feel like you're important. And he does that in everything he's involved. There's best buddies, whether it's being a dad, whether it's being the quarterback of the Buccaneers, whether it's coming back to visit Michigan. Everything he does, he tries to be the best, and it's completely driven. You've seen a lot of this in man in the arena, which is incredible, by the but um, i have yeah, to just,
0: i have to i have to like sit down and focus and, and watch it i've just been so busy that I, I just i haven't had the time but i really i do i really do have to watch it
1: yeah it's you're gonna learn a lot of stuff hell i learn a lot of stuff and i'm friends with him so right but, um it's really impressive uh, he's done a tremendous job by him in gotham uh, who's a boston guy uh uh with the directions and everything. It's just tremendous. It's really good stuff. And Strahan, uh, I hate to say it, but the 07 season, basically it's every season that they went to the Super Bowl, win or lose.
0: Gotcha.
1: Strahan, is, he usually has two or three guests on. Yeah. And the New York Giants, the first Super Bowl 07, the perfect season, the guests are Randy Moss and Strahan. And Strahan brings a tremendous perspective as the opponent. And Richard Sherman's on for the uh, Seattle Super Bowl. Um, the the Pete Carroll uh, delivering his promise of delivering a championship to New England game uh, uh, the uh, that game but it's all fun it's all good stuff
0: Um, so something you touched on uh, you know real quick you did mention your boy Bill O'Brien he has a big game tonight we talked about that but Bill O'Brien is is being considered for lots of jobs around the NFL same as Jim Harbaugh where do you think uh bill o'brien would end up will end up next year you think he's going to be on alabama or do you think he might uh, be on the uh, jaguars per se which is uh favoring him
1: i think he's gonna he's in a really good position and there's you know there could be some other bigger jobs opening up that we're not looking at you know suppose dallas goes down in flames uh there's an example. Yeah. Uh, nobody thought that Notre Dame would open up. Nobody thought that Oklahoma would open up. You never know what's going to happen. There's all the Ryan Day rumors. There's obviously the Jim Harbaugh rumors. Um, there's always something. You, you, it's very volatile market, and the, the best thing about Billy is he has tremendous experience. Everybody who goes to work for Nick Saban, whether it's Steve Sarkisian, whether it's Kirby Smart, uh, Lane Kiffin, have all gone and gotten bigger jobs. And Billy's in a really good situation. Now, if he stays at Alabama, it's probably going to be good anyways because, you know, Bryce is back. They're a year ahead. They're kind of a very young team. Yeah. As opposed to Georgia, who's got a lot of upperclassmen guys. Right. And a lot of guys who could go to the NFL. So... I mean, we'll see. Um, I, I'm just excited for Billy. He's a great guy, great handover over guy, great story, and uh, he's very tight with the Perrys. And uh, you know, Johnny's one of his best friends, and Johnny's at Rutgers now, coaching. But it, well, he was on
0: the fun. staff. He was on the staff with him uh, at Houston. Yeah.
1: yeah, he was the. He originally the tight ends coach and then he became the wide receiver coach. Really tough coach and DeAndre Hopkins, I'll huh? just say. Yeah, so to just run that hey DeAndre, just just catch the ball, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, pretty funny. But yeah, it's good. It's uh it's amazing. That was uh uh Billy was a center and Johnny was a quarterback and wide receiver growing up, so was a pretty cool story.
0: All right. Um what do you um what do you so let's look at the playoffs. Uh Buccaneers play the Eagles. What are your thoughts about uh the road ahead? You think the Think the Buccaneers can make it to the Super Bowl? You know they haven't.
1: I, I clearly think the Eagles are going to destroy the Buccaneers. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, the, the first time I bet against Tom Brady will be no. Um, a good matchup for the Buccaneers. They have a good front seven, the Eagles, but they struggle against tight ends and they give up like, the highest completion percentage in the league. Tommy would be patient. They'll figure things out. Jalen Hurts has had a great year. Look it up. He's, like should be a serious MVP candidate, um, but he's pretty much a one-guy show out there. Young tight end, Goddard's good. Devontae Smith's good, obviously. Offensive line's good, but the Bucks will get most of their defensive guys back. They'll contain Philly. They'll win the game pretty comfortably. Uh, but they're playing well. They're getting their guys back, and uh, Tommy will figure it out. they still got Mike Evans and Gronk. They'll be fine. As far as um, other games, I, th- I like the Patriots situation. Because I think McDermott's kind of a mental case when it comes to Belichick and the Patriots. So
0: I don't know if you I don't know if you saw it, um, but I did a poll last night on my mm-hmm. on my Twitter. I did uh, you know which basically I I asked my Twitter followers, would you rather see the Pats play Cincinnati at Cincinnati, or would you rather see the uh, Pats play the Bills at Buffalo? And so. They're obviously playing Buffalo, but, you know, talk to me about, you know, do you think the Pats are better off going to Buffalo, or do you think they would have been better off going to Cincy?
1: They can't beat the Bengals because they don't have three good corners. They have about one and a half good corners. And Joe Burrow's got three really good receivers and a tight end. And Mixon, the running back, is also a good receiver. So there's there's five passing threats. Jalen Mills is kind of miscast. A lot of this isn't the Patriots' fault because Jonathan Jones hit Got hurt and on Gilmore quit on them, and they had to get rid of him. And uh, Jaquan Williams just hasn't worked out, so they basically have JC Jackson and Jalen Mills kind of miscast. He's he's kind of a nickel sub guy, and he's now having to play uh, one starting corner spot. And Miles Brandt, Bryant, and you know Dugger and some of these other guys, they're in Adrian Phillips. They're more run guys than cover guys, and Devin's still back there. Um, doing great things, but they're kind of undermanned at the wide receiver position against, you know, elite wide receiver players. That's why, you know, the Buccaneers in bad weather, the Cowboys in okay weather kind of have their way with them. Um, and that was back when I think, I think Gilmore was still there or he was on the roster, and, they, and Jonathan Jones uh, was they were figuring out what was going on with him. So it's obviously a position the Patriots need to address. But as far as the Bills go, the offense, we just have basically have to focus on Josh Allen. They've started to use uh, Singletary more and run him, because it was all quarterback runs and sweeps and stuff, and now they're going to him. But again, a lot of pressure on the Bills to beat this team, because there's another team. If the Bills go down to flames, did they fire McDermott? Right. I mean, did anybody think Brian Flores is getting fired before today? A lot of these billionaire owners think they know more than the head coach and they'll send them on their merry way. You know, kind of like, you know, this head coach who makes $10 million a year thinks he knows more than the quarterback. So, you know, oh, wait a minute. What was I talking about there? Um, uh, and as far as the Bengals go, they're Raiders. That Raiders game is really interesting because the weakness of the Bengals is their offensive line. Barrell got sacked more than any QB in the league, and a lot of it is because he's like Tommy. He holds the ball, and, and he uh, he won't throw it away. He'll take a sack instead of, uh, you know, instead of throwing an interception. They're – the offensive line is the weakness. They'll be going against Max Crosby and, and Yannick Ngakwe, the two DNs. If you watch them, there's the two guys chasing around Herbert last night. So that's a weakness versus uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat the Steelers like they owe them money. That's a bad matchup. Look at the last two times they played. I think it was like 88 to 20. And they, they were up like 35 to nothing earlier this year when they played them. They played them like a month ago. Um, that's going to be interesting. The Dallas uh, – Sure. This game also be interesting. I don't. I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo back to back weeks, um, in a big game. Uh, what else? What else is there? Um, you know, it is what it is. Well, let me As ask you mostly, this.
0: Let me ask you this. Yeah. Go um, ahead. I guess moving away from the playoffs, and it's really not. But how about last night's game? Wasn't that spectacular?
1: It was until Brendan Staley got in the way. <laughs>
0: Were you hoping for the uh, for the Steelers to lose, or uh, not the Steelers to lose, but the oh, Ste- I, for the yeah. game to end in a tie? Yeah, and y-
1: yes, because I I, 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 if you've if you've done what I've had to do last twenty plus years and had to deal with the brain dead fan base, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers, yes. So um, uh, it's just they're they're, they're insufferable. Uh, they insufferable. think they invented football, and uh, I think Tommy has beaten them like more. T- in any team in the history of the NFL in big games. I can't remember the last big game he lost to them. And he routinely beat them and humiliated them. And they consistently did the same stupid game plan, stand in zone, and just allowing Tommy to shred them. And, and it's been different players. It's been different schemes. Two coaches now. And, by the way, Tomlin and Collar are both very good coaches. Um, you could do worse than having both those guys. And Coach Collar is a great guy, and I got to know him and Coach Tomlin through my various things in Michigan. Coach Tomlin's done a really good job with that team. But, um, yeah, I would have liked to see the Steelers suffer and and lose. Now, the best part of that is, so I'm in my fantasy Yeah, The last play of regulation to Mike Williams cost me my championship because I was winning by one point. Wow. And in the final game, I had Austin Eckler. And the other guy against me had Josh Jacobs and Mike Williams. And if they don't complete that pass with no time left to Mike Williams, I won my fantasy league. And it was a two-week playoff. This is my third fantasy league I'm in. But I was down. We have a two-week playoffs. So they combine the scores for two weeks. I was down 48 points going into the, this weekend. And he has Mahomes, and I have Tom Brady. And uh, I just saw Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs, uh, the mistake I made is I played the uh, 49ers running back instead of Rashard Penny. That's what pretty much caught I think I would have lost anyways because when they went in overtime, Jacobs went crazy, and I ended up losing by about 15 points. But it literally, at that last play of the game, doesn't happen. I would have won my fantasy league. But I won the other one, and I finished, I think, third in the other one. So I finished first, second, and third. So I did gold, silver, bronze, baby. So there you go. <laughs>
0: All right, well, good stuff. Jay Flannelly, uh, anything else?
1: Why didn't you ask me about the Patriots?
0: Well what do you think well what do you think about the Patriots? I mean I, I think I it was pathetic
1: Well I hope they lose for twenty years, but that's not all I wanted to tell you. Uh, well, I think they've had a really good year and I think they found a lot of things. They still have a lot of work to do. Yep. Because a lot of the skilled guys they brought in, particularly the wide receivers and tight ends are free agents and you cannot win consistently stockpiling you have to draft guys and the teams that have drafted well at skill positions the Steelers are a good example of this where now they get Damian Harris they get James White they got to get a wide receiver or tight ends They want not named to kill Harry so
0: we got we got to get rid of him we got to get rid of him
1: well, I mean I mean you, you I don't think you get a tray from a salad bar for him. So that was part of yeah. part of the problem. Right. Yeah. So I mean you notice how the minute he sits and the Wilkerson kid plays, Wilkerson's good and, and for whatever reason he didn't play yesterday. But they're heading in the right direction. They need to address the corner position. We just talked about that. Yeah. I don't know if you can pay J C Jackson crazy money. But the two tackles with Trent Brown who's a health risk and Isaiah Wynn is just okay at left tackle he's nothing special good and good
0: inter- good news though coming out of uh, New England is that uh, he had x-rays done today or is it Isaiah Wynn or was it somebody else no no uh, it was bar, bar. yes bar, that's bar right bar. he got he got x-rays done and everything came back clean so that's to, a good sign do
1: you, you watch the patriots or do i watch the patriots come on man Listen, Killing you know, you. I listen. know what's going on your team better than you. Now, of course, I know the doctors and the organization, but I mean, man, oh, man. Yeah, so, no, it was, uh, yeah, he got hit. It was funny, you know, hit him and how he got hurt was Joe joke Williams. Yeah. So, speaking of other wonderful Bill Belichick draft picks, you, there's a side project for you. You should do a, a show some night when it's slow of all the Bill Belichick bad draft picks and put together a roster. Like, you could fill a roster of his bad picks and his bad moves and, and uh, over, overdrafting and, uh, like, over, and, like and, then, and then the second part of it is when they trade down in drafts, who they could have t- taken instead. Like, you could do a list of probably ten guys in the draft at the wide receiver position when he took Nikhil Harry. You know, the only guy who was drafted ahead of him was Hollywood Brown. On the Ravens, other than that, you got D.K. Metcalf, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, Jacoby Myers, Gunnar Oleshefsky, I mean, uh, Terry McLaren, uh, D.D. Harmon from uh, Kansas City. You know, there's a couple other guys I'm sure I'm missing. Oh, uh, Slayton from uh, the Giants. So, there you go. But it's just a circus for you. But, no, I think they've had a good year. uh, A lot of... Trending up, and they, the biggest thing is you found your quarterback, and then you can fit in pieces around that. But let me ask and you something:
0: Do you think Mac Jones is it? Without question. Okay.
1: I know this; he's a lot better than the guy who was on Miami yesterday. Yeah. I just, no, that, I just Do not like Tua. That, and he he's
0: better, better, and he's better than Cam By Newton. By the way,
1: that's that's supposedly why Brian Flores got fired today, because he doesn't want he wants to move on from Tua, and he wants to get Watson. Or somebody else, and that's—he and the GM were brawling, and that's why—and by the way, Flores is not upset. He's gone. He's kind I'm of sure happy not. he's gone. Yeah. He's kind of happy he's gone. And and he's going to get a job here in about five minutes. I mean, it's— that. Well, you, you why know why what's funny
0: amazing. is that I saw yeah. something today that there, you know, there is a—you know, of course anything's possible, but— uh, that the Patriots could actually nice scoop get up
1: in the, Kevin, the Kevin, Garnett, Kevin Garnett post there. That was nice, Harrison. Good job. Was that? What Ke- were you saying about? Yeah. Uh, any, anything is possible.
0: Oh, okay. Send,
1: cut a check for Garnett. Send him to totally to the data, so There you go.
0: Okay. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> there there was something that basically saying that you know Brian Flores, you know the Patriots could actually scoop scoop up Brian Flores for the game Saturday night.
1: I don't think that's legal. Particularly involving the Patriots because we know there's NFL rules and then there's NFL rules for the Patriots. Yeah. So there, there's there's and God knows the Patriots have done nothing to earn that distinction, by the way. But you know, <laughs> let's let's go videotape the Bengals because uh, uh, they're so such a good organization. Let's copy them. Uh, no, I mean it is what it is. Now here's the other reality of that: Gerard Mayo is getting
0: calls In, interviewed Denver by the uh, Denver Broncos. Yeah, for head coaching yep.
1: job. Yeah. And uh, and he'll get some other calls here, too, for college. And, and, but that's and, something
0: we've been talking about uh, all yeah. year. Who's coaching the defense? You know, is uh, it is it uh, Mayo? Is no. it Steven Belichick? Or is no. it Bill Belichick?
1: It's Bill Belichick. That's not that hard to figure out. Yeah, but, not like I watched film or anything when the Buccaneers played them this year. Not like I have no. any experience in doing No. Well, I,
0: I, I didn't think you watched film, to be honest with you.
1: Never, never watch any tape. Nah. <laughs> never watch any tape. Nope. I probably watched 75 hours of the Seattle Seahawks over about a year and a half period in 2013 to 2014 because I knew sooner or later we would have to beat them. And I think I watched about 25 games of the Seattle Seahawks. And it's funny, when Coach Harbaugh got hired here, I went and talked to him about playing the Pete Carroll defense. And I told him what he did wrong and why he couldn't beat them.
0: I'm and sure he loved that. It, um.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it's well, it's funny because the the guy, the quarterback from Michigan, who does listen to me, used what I explained to him about how they will take the check down to the back and they will allow it the entire game. Check out Shane Chamberlain in the Super Bowl in 2014. Also, they will not change their defense and match up against a tight end when he's out wide. Check out the Rob Gronkowski touchdown on KJ Wright in 2014. So, there you go. But, hey I, hey, I give everybody a quarter, Harrison, and some people call me. You call me. You're doing okay. So, yeah. The, the guy in Tampa is doing okay. Listen, boy, I, I got to get
0: the inside scoop, but you're not too much on the inside scoops about the uh, how about thing and uh, you know, the Antonio Brown thing.
1: Why? I, I, I mean, there, what does it say about Antonio Brown? He's a fool, and he cut his own throat. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's, that he's, he's done it four times. After four times, you should kind of look in the mirror, kind of, and figure things out. I mean, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. If you step out your door coming out of work tonight, you get hit by lightning four days in a row. Would you kind of alternate what you're doing? Probably. If you had a brain, you had a brain in your head, you would. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is, buddy. Don't don't waste. We've all wasted way too much time talking about that guy. Talk about the people on the team that are playing. Talk about the Joe Burrows. Talk about the Justin Herberts. Talk about the Derrick Henrys. Talk about the, I hate to say it, Aaron Rodgers and, and all these other guys that are in uh, Mike Vrabel, the job he's done. You know uh, the the game that I, Alabama Georgia. There's a lot of good things to talk about in the world. Instead of a guy who continues to bite the hands that feed them and and thinks it's a good idea to post direct messages and texts from everybody, including a guy agreeing to refund your money when you ask him to. I I I wish I got that response when I call Comcast or, or somebody else. You know we you know hey sure where should I send the money. It is what it is, buddy. It's it's The world is not filled with really good people. That's why I'm here. I'm here to police them. <laughs> so there All you right. go, brother.
0: Real quick, uh, what do you think about the— pay- I, 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 I tried getting into the playoff thing. Do you think the Pats get past the Bills?
1: No, because the difference between Josh Allen and Mac Jones currently is too much. Okay. Uh, if you didn't know I love Josh Allen. I also think I love Matt Jones, but he's very limited in what he can do. He's in the Kirk Cousins, but polite and not a loudmouth level of talent. There's only so far you can go with that type of guy, and he's in the wrong conference now because all the superhuman young QBs are in the AFC. I mean, you got Lamar, you got Josh Allen, you got Pat Mahomes, you got Borrow, you got Herbert. I mean, Mac Jones looked like she'd be the paper boy for all those guys.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, anything else, uh, anything else for you on this fine Monday? Any, any, any takes you have or, or anything uh, inside you have
1: you can drop uh, a bomb on? Nothing, nothing, nothing major. Just uh, keep an eye on the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of things there in, in play that could go right or wrong. And uh, keep an eye on that and keep it an on the Raiders. Haven't extended their head coach who just made the playoffs, and I think they, what they win eight and nine games, haven't extended their head coach. Something's going on with those two places. So keeping on those two places in Houston, I think David Culley did a good job with the roster, very much like my guy here in, in Detroit, Dan Dan Kneecaps Campbell. So uh, hey, I want to
0: you 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 mentioned uh, you know you mentioned Houston. I want to give a quick shout out to um, you know Merrimack College offensive guard Sam Cooper, who was just. Now, uh, who was just picked up uh, by the Texans? Isn't uh, that awesome? Yeah, yeah, it is awesome. It That's is awesome. A very good thing. He had a great, g- great game for Baltimore. I'm out
1: there going back to football programs doing a good job, on huh? Your athletic director is my main man. You know that, Jeremy Gibson? Oh, uh, yeah, so, I
0: know. You said it on the uh, last show.
1: And he, did he have you shot and killed?
0: Uh, he didn't. He didn't. Okay, he actually. So uh, there you, there he helped. He helped. He helped me out. He got me. Uh, he got me, uh, you know, starting to do some games uh, for Merrimack uh, girls and, um, and men's basketball.
1: This is what I'll tell you. This is my Jeremy Gibson story. He cost me in Andover High probably two or three state championships when he left. He's the best athlete in my class. He was incredible. And he's just awesome. And he probably would have prevented me from at least three or four major surgeries because he, he, uh, he was awesome, and he was just a great athlete. And he's a great kid, and he's doing an amazing job. It's not easy being an athletic or an in a perfect world and circumstances. Now with NIL and, uh, and COVID, it's very complicated. He's had to deal with the tough baseball field issue and a lack of space and a lot of other things, and Merrimack, he's done an incredible job.
0: All right, anything else, my man?
1: Uh just stay safe, stay out of trouble, and call me anytime, brother.
0: All right, thank you. Good luck, this sack. You're
1: uh, welcome, Harrison. Have a buddy. Bye bye.
0: All right, so there's uh the beeve Jay uh Flannelly, good friends with uh with uh, Tom Brady and uh, his personal scout.